I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. Second clap. Second clap. Why do you always say second clap? I never know what that means. Oh, it means that you'd go on the second clap. Ah. Okay, anyway. Okay. Um... The, the magic of the movies. The, the glitz thrill the, of the cinema. The thrill of the cinema. The smell of the popcorn. The, the of the projector. We don't have projectors anymore. It's digital. Yeah, but even, and also you don't hear that during the movie usually. Um, the Welcome to the Oscars special of the Advanced, Advanced Analytics. Analytics Podcast. No. No. Wow. I can't believe I did that. I was so keen to do the introduction for once. Yeah. That I just broke you're my not, own rule. You're not responsible for um, doing it. Well, too late. Welcome to Advanced Analytics. If you don't like that, you like NBA basketball. We've already said on the podcast that there will be Oscars chat. Coming up in the show, there will also be Magic Mayhem, a very controversial segment that a lot of people hate. We've got um, some chat about New Zealand basketball a shout-out, and a few actual stats. And by that, I mean mainly mean win-loss records. But what are you doing examining your microphone? I was just looking at it. <laughs> just keep it up your mouth, ready to talk at all times. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, it's time for the Week in Review. Week in Review. Um, I've written down here on my sheet, believe it or not, I prepped for this. I've written down Kevin Love Mental House. Mental House? <laughs> I was just supposed to write Kevin Love Mental Health. Oh. But it sounds like I've like scared. He's in the loony bin. Yeah. What a crazy man. Now, good on Kevin Love for writing a lit mm. letter on whatever shitty players write their own letters um, the Players website, Tribune. Players Tribune, to uh, detail his panic attacks, which yeah. from a uh, human perspective is just great to have like someone share their feelings like that. Yeah. But also, or no, not, even, not even feelings. I don't want to make it sound all flowery and stuff like that. Just to share like some honest views. But also from a Basel standpoint, it helps clarify what's going on with the Cavs and stuff like that. Because, you know, they have weird times and weird stuff going on. And he'd been missing mysteriously a few times. And this helps explain it a little bit, which is good. What, I, I haven't read the article. He left what? a game, the 10th game of the season against the Atlanta Hawks because he was having a panic attack. Right. Have you ever had a panic attack before? No, uh, no, I don't think so. I think once I had, I came close. I, I was just really just asking you just to set up for me, for me talking about myself more. I think once uh, when I moved up to Auckland, I was doing an audition for the Jono um, project, and it was kind of like you know when you're a student, especially you like, don't sleep much and stuff like that. So maybe I hadn't slept much, and I was sleeping in this crappy hotel down downtown, and I just couldn't get that they'd put me up in um, to do an audition, and I, I was just so stressed out that I couldn't get the song. Um, Britney Spears song "Piece of Me" out of my head, it's good and it was—I literally woke up in the night with the nightmares of "Piece of Me." America, you're gonna make me have a flash dream, flashback. You want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? 
I miss American dreams since I was 17. Don't matter oh. if I step on the scene or walk around from a limousine. A, Still gonna put pictures of my dearie in the magazine. The you want a piece of me. You want a piece of me. You have a real knack for just taking the melody out of the song. <laughs> Sucking it right and out. turning it into like a chant. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't it go, I miss American dreams dream since I was 17. Don't matter. See how I'm doing the melody and you're, you're going no, weird. You, I okay. tried to show and then you just did your weird chant over No, I was good. I was talented. All right. This is a, no, no, we're going to be positive on this podcast. I just remember it was haunting me so much. I woke up having a nightmare mm. of the song and that guy going, he sounds, he sounds so gay. He's like, you want to piss me. Yeah. Kind of like that. And he's in there. And that guy drove me crazy. And I went insane. I couldn't listen to that song afterwards. Like, it, like, triggered me. And that happens to me with songs sometimes. I get triggered by um, that crappy song by... I love this band back in the day, no doubt. But good Lord, like, her new music. Gwen I've liked Stefani. It. Gwen Stefani. You know that one where she's like... Yeah, I heard one of her new songs. Never, like never, never get ago. better. Never, 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 never. You don't know that song? What? No need to get jealous. That's never, 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 fails. never, jealous. Never catch fails. Well, yeah, that, that one. That's not Gwen Stefani. She wasn't involved in that song at is all. Is that not Gwen Stefani? No. Is that a different... Oh, it's can like, I just apologize yeah. to Gwen no, Stefani? That's like Calvin Harris. Oh, um, Katy that, Perry is the woman. Is that Katy Perry? Oh, God. And Big Sean and Pharrell. Oh, my... All those people need to be killed. I think Pharrell needs to be killed. No. His Adidas collaborations and... I, I realize that's quite a hot take. <laughs> And Katy Perry definitely needs to be killed. Like, that is... I'm uh, not even a Katy Perry hater. I like Teenage Dream, great I, song, a lot of great songs in there. Can, can I just She's got to go. Can I just go on record and say that Advanced Analytics, as a podcast, does not advocate uh, the death penalty... I'm doubling people. down. I guy, I, this is my personal opinion, not the view of the podcast. Maybe the view of the podcast, because no, I'm fifty percent of it, and like, what percentage do I own of it? I definitely want Pharrell and Katy Perry murdered. And also anyone else who makes like songs for animated movies. And I, I know it'd be hard to turn down that money, but Justin Timberlake too. Especially, do you see what Justin Timberlake wore at the Super Bowl? I know this is a few days old, but I just saw a photo of it. He wore terrible Jordan 3s that were, un- I love Jordan 3s, but his, the Justin Timberlake makeup is terrible. And I can't believe people are trying to buy it. He wore a um, suit, a camo suit, mm-hmm. and the shirt under it had a picture of like some cowboys or something. Yeah. I think, Shocking! I feel like it's part of his charm. He always wears some awful. A camo clothes. suit. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Boo. To, I'm sure that'll cut him deeply. What we're talking about? Mental health. I, I've been criticised about the podcast for going off topic, and we always do it like straight away. So I went into a deep hole there, but I feel like I need to say about Who this. Who need to be murdered? Uh, just various punters on the street. Um, Andrew. Ah, okay. Shout out to Andrew. Well, and, no, no shout out to Andrew. He was criticising clip of the week. He was, saying, um, he was saying clip of the week. Yeah, he was saying good. it's not good when you can't see the clips. Yeah. But, and I was saying... Uh, <laughs> I'd say that's a, a pretty valid criticism. No, I'm saying uh, no one else is doing it. That's our, that's our original <laughs> segment that I invented. And we're the only podcast. We are. I bet other podcasts kind of do it. Doing video clips. No, um, no, that's not true. I listen to um, How This Get Made and they play video clips for the live audience all the time that they just go, sorry, if you're at home, you can't see it. Oh, yeah. So you're on there. Um, this was Kevin Love's coming out about his mental health is great. I think for everyone involved. Yeah, but let's not. And Demar Derozan um, as well. Yeah, Demar Derozan is the catalyst. The original. He kind of jumped on I, that grind. Ca- Demar Derozan in recent times has 
jumped up in my rankings of favorite players. Yeah, he's a lovable guy. Yeah, I really like him. I've watched a few videos and stuff. And get this. Mm. His birthday, the 7th of August, is my birthday, mm. the 7th of August. And get this. he um, He's like never drunk, like alcohol. Oh, like, well. Which is the same as me. Yeah. And... Um, and yeah, I that's like enough, the guy. That's enough reason. You, you don't need any more reasons, mate. Yeah. That's, that's a lot oh, of he's great reasons. He's good, from Compton, which is cool. Yeah, he's good at basketball. He's from Compton. Why was, I like his demeanor. Why is Kendrick Lamar not jealous of um, him? He's jealous I was of Aaron Flo. The other day, well, they, I don't think they went to school together. For one, they didn't. Oh, did he literally go to school with Aaron Flo? Yeah, yeah. He was. That's like the whole verse. I think that's one of the best like um, basketball raps. Yeah, but I even just love that. It even is just some of the best raps ever, that song. So yeah. good. Do you know, I once, like, this is back in um, maybe 2012, 2013. Good I, st- I started writing a remix of that song, which I will now perform for you <laughs> if I remember it. <laughs> I used to be jealous of Stephen Adams. No, I'm currently jealous of Stephen Adams. He balling like Adams. Five minutes ago, I heard him singing We Are The Champions. By the time you hear this song, he will be where amazing happens. And that's amazing. I just played him in Kilburnie. Yeah. In a couple years, a couple million dollars he'll be earning. That's, mm. all, that's all I can remember. That was dope. But um, I remember I wrote You're it. referencing the time you played Seven M's at basketball. I played him multiple times, but this was one morning uh, when I went out to Kilburnie. Shout out to Kilburnie. For an early morning, just like fun kind of training session thing mm. and he was there and we played um we broke into small teams of like three on three or something and we just played like mini games to like uh two baskets or something and then you ran off the court yeah and his team dominated and uh well not and then surprising afterwards he, wa- he walked around singing uh we are the champions yeah dope legend but we kind of thought he was a bit of a dick at that point and not that smart but it turns out he's oh, a real cool guy nah. and that real smart i didn't think he was a dick Oh. I reckon you've got you're, you're like rewriting the past no. now that we know he's a good guy. No, no, no. And he's very smart. I didn't as well. think he was a dick at all. I yeah. I liked him even then. Okay. And even before then, I I remember there was one time at a tournament, like a um a rep tournament, and he was playing for Wellington, I think, at this particular one. Although I played him when he played for Porirua as well, but he was playing for Wellington, I think. This was quite young. Uh, well, not that young, but um, and. I was standing there with a guy from my team, Michael Karina, who went on to play for the Tall Blacks. And he knew Steve because they'd played on a New Zealand team together, I think. Yeah. And I just remember him talking to him being like, hey, Steve. And I just thought, I remember standing there listening to these two giants uh, have a weird Is chat. that what you remember? That you remember listening to him have a chat? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good Good times. I've, I've said on the podcast before how every time I see him in New Zealand, I am. Um, I give him a handshake and tell him I'm proud of him for some weird mm. reason. Like, all of New Zealand's proud of you, bro. I'm like, why am I saying this? Mm. Just because I get starstruck. Okay, here's another one. Once I was playing for like the under-19 Nelson team. Yeah. And uh, I, was, I was like quite young. I was like one of the youngest. I can't youngest. believe you're doubling down. I just said that story just to try and get out of your I last was one of the story. youngest members on the team. Yeah. And he was playing for Porirua. It's better be And I've never been a shooter in basketball. Yeah. I subbed on. You got a very awkward shot. You're like Sean Marion. And I just splashed two threes. Did you win? I honestly can't remember. <laughs> I'd say that would be a loss. I honestly, so on on Stephen Adams, is he on the court at the time? He was on the court. Was he at high school level like that? Was he dominant? I never played his high school team because oh no, at, 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 at under nineteen level. Uh, no, no, I don't think so. I definitely wouldn't say he stood out as being. 
He a grew into it. An NBA player. The thing is, he hadn't actually been playing for very long at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that's the other, that's a big and, factor. Uh, yeah. He's probably 17. Um, well, good on DeMar DeRozan. Good on Kevin Love for speaking out about it. It is amazing that um, it goes to show like how fickle things like depression are. And he suffered from a young child. But the fact that DeMar DeRozan, like, he would have been a high school star, a college star, a, uni- uh, a, a NBA star. He's got unlimited money. He's got fame. He's got everything he wants. You know, he's had personal issues and stuff like that. But but on paper, he's nailing life. He's on top of the world. And the fact that these guys still suffer from these problems shows how, mm. like, tricky they can really be. So good yeah. on them. I just want to um, also say DeMar Rosen went to Compton High School, which is not the school Kendrick Lamar and what do you go to? Rose Carlo went to. No, they went to... Uh, we went there. We went there. It was there. like Centennial High School. Centennial. Yeah, and we in got Compton. A, I took a photo of Paul. We were driving in a white convertible that I had. I took a photo of Paul outside Kendrick Lamar's High School. And as cars were driving past, they were beeping at us. And I was just terrified. The whole time I was like, we're going to get shot. We're going to get shot. We're going to get shot. Partly because of reputation and partly because it is like, it reminds me of that part of uh, America. is just so uh, poor. It, yeah, it's it was quite interesting, but they were really friendly people and they're tooting at me, but I was, I was afraid for my life and wanted to get in the car and lock the doors as quickly as possible. Um, I, was, I was not nervous just to go on record. I've been to Compton multiple, multiple times and there's no scarier place than I've been than a church's chicken, which is another Kendrick Lamar reference mm. in Compton. It's terrifying. They've got plate glass windows. Everyone in there, I just remember, it was, it was, admittedly it was the middle of the day, like on a work day, but like everyone in there was a bit bung. But I can imagine if you go into Burger King in New Zealand on a on work day, it'd be similarly yeah. weird. If you're, a, if you're a Kendrick Lamar fan and you're in LA, you got to go to Compton, though. I remember it was cool. Like, so you're driving along Rosecrans. Like, so uh, Good Kid, Mad City, I think is one of the best rap albums of all time. Oh, wow. And, huge um, call. And, nah. and he'll be like, uh, and then he'll you'll see the church's chicken next to Luda's Park. And, and, so and what he talks he, about. He's literally like, Park it in fr- fr- park it in front of Luders next to that church. No, oh, I can't do it right now. But man, you you've frozen up. I have park it in front of Luders next to that Damn. church's chicken. I think that's it. All right. Well, you nailed it. Park. You saying one line, not even getting the next rhyme bit as well. well the next bit's got some swear words. So oh yeah, that's say. always a problem, eh? What was the song I was trying to sing the other day, but I just couldn't because oh, I was trying to do Dave Chappelle stand up, and there's too many n words for me to get through. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, let's get into some actual analytics. Runs and standings. There's been crazy shit going on here, and I want to test you a little bit Yeah. Um, on teams. I, mean, I know you're following the NBA, but I was actually surprised by like how teams are going. Yeah. And um, so I wanted to test you. How do you think the Spurs are going? Bad. Bad. They're falling down the rankings. Two and eight, and they've got a real tough schedule uh, coming out, they've got like all the best teams over and over again in both Eastern and Western Conference. Yeah. They're like in risk of not making the playoffs. Yeah, they're like fourth or fifth in the standings right now, but they could drop like a stone. I predict Kawhi is going to come back real soon. Mm. Um, and, try and, and guess who's the third seed in the West? Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, you nailed it. Someone, they're an eight-game win streak. Someone told me that. Last night. Damian Lillard has been averaging 35.4 points in his last 10 games. It was higher than that, but um, he's balling out. Mm. I didn't realize that James Harden, because I kind of thought the days of crazy scoring is, I didn't realize James Harden's averaging 31. That's pretty good. Yeah. He's going for the MVP, obviously. The West is crazy tight, though, right? Like, the, the difference between third and, like, 
Um, yeah. 10th is like yeah. not a lot, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rockets have won 16 games in a row. Yeah. Um, we watched them beat uh, Boston. They've got a few big games coming. Boston's Bucks and Raptors. But besides that, pretty. Up, though, yeah, I reckon. Boston has messed up, but it'll be interesting to see how they go against Bucks and Raptors because it, I reckon while Houston's I, legit mm. contender and threat to the Warriors, I still don't believe in them. Uh, yeah, I have no faith either. Someone the other day was like certain they were going to upset the Warriors, and I they've definitely got the given themselves a chance and looking good. But yeah, yeah we'll believe it when we see it. We'll okay. believe what John. else? Test me some more. I'm two from two. Um, uh, Cavs not going great. Heading down. Uh, I just wrote Cavs down. I don't actually know. I think they're on a. Um, they're um. So after everyone was like, they've solved all their problems, though. Yeah, they haven't they solved their problems. Um, although I've got Larry Nance on my fantasy team, and he the other day in the first half had like quite a crazy double double, like points and rebounds. Like, you know, he had like eighteen points, twelve rebounds, or something in the first half. It was he's balling out? Memphis Grizzlies haven't won in. 2018, I still, I think, maybe. <laughs> They've There's lost 14 in a row. Their tank has been clinical. Yeah, well... They're the worst team in the league. They're so, the worst team. So, it's amazing. Yeah, so, um... What are the Hawks doing? Also, the... What are the Suns doing? No, well, the league needs to look into it. They are. They caught it the Bulls. I know. And I was like, the Bulls are know, doing well compared to these guys. I know, that's what I'm saying. You need to look at the Grizzlies. Because it's crazy. Yeah. Okay, I think um, they do have a bunch of random no, no off-brand players playing. But speaking anyway. of bad tanks, I actually don't know if the Lakers have their pick this year, but the Lakers won um, went on a five-game winning streak for some bizarre reason. Yeah, the Lakers are making a push. They might be like the um, they might be like the Nets where they don't even have their pick. But big I thought game, they had their pick. Big game tomorrow, Lakers Magic. Excited for that. Oh god, this was what really we'll get to Magic Mayhem shortly uh, or very very shortly. Um, Pistons. Uh, they they're kind of struggling. Lost three. I, yeah, I watched them lose the other day to can't remember who. Good chat. Um, Pelicans. Good. They're on a winning streak. Nine game win streak. Anthony Davis is balling out. They're looking better than when they had Boogie. I mean, mm. it's a shame they don't have Boogie, but like right now they've come together like more no, as a is, more balanced team. Here's the thing, one thing I haven't understood this year. Yeah. Nico Muratic for the Bulls. Nikola. Yeah. Yeah, but you can shorten it to Nico. Okay. Um, you personal friends with him? Didn't think so. No. Didn't he... So. Uh, he seems good. Yeah. And I don't know why... That's why the Bulls got rid of him. Why? To tank. Yeah, but like, he's not that old, I don't think. Yeah, you're right. He's probably on the same trajectory with, as the young players like, they've got. He came back and the Bulls like got good. Yeah. And like, and then they got rid of him. And anyway... I, I mean, I haven't really seen him play, to be honest. Yeah. But he, um, in, on paper, he seems good to me. There's a good chance. So like, if I, you research it for two seconds, there's a good chance that his salary is going to be big next year. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, get rid of him. But I just think that like um, the Pelicans, I yeah, I won't say they got, they're better now, but they kind of are better now. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be good to see them because like Anthony Davis is, I think they're up to fourth. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, they're yeah. close to being. Well, I was shocked at well. how low um, Utah was because they've been like on Utah such a sucks. tier. What? This, this, Utah sucks. Nah, <laughs> they do. I don't reckon that's fair. They've, they've had but, they've been ravaged by injuries, but yeah. they do kind of suck. No, but no, but also they went on such a tier. Yeah, and um, but they're still. I I thought they'd be in the top eight currently. Don't have that Australian Gumby dude in your team, Joe Ingles. He's shooting good threes, but yeah, no, he's great. Mate, what are you talking about, he, mate? The, Joe the Ingles Jazz suck. 
I think they seem, is... everyone thinks they're good and they seem good and they've got a bright future, but they've got to have that big, lanky French freak stay on the court. And, yeah, he's um, back now, though. Um, do you know who looks exactly the same? Donovan Mitchell and Markel Fultz. I almost no, can't tell them apart if I flick between not them. Not even close. Markel Fultz is weirdly, like, kind of, no offense to him, but he's kind of, like, chubby in the face. Yeah, and same with Donovan Mitchell. No, they look the same. I disagree. They've got the same haircut. Maybe it's the haircut that's similar. But I thought we while were we, on that while we're day. speaking about um, name two players that look closer together than Donovan Mitchell and Markel Fultz, uh, Marcus Morris, Markeith Morris. That, that, those are yeah, okay, um, you win. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I'll go. No, no, I'll no. go properly. Who watched two players look the same in the NBA? Uh, man, maybe who players with like the same haircut. I'll tell you who, who. aren't brothers. Um. Uh. There's a few guys that look the same because they've got like guys with the long dreads, like Damari Carroll and uh, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of true. If actually. you have the same haircut as another guy, you're going to look similar. Sure, this guy looks like Kyle Korver. There used to be anyway. There's Kyle Korver, and then there's Ashton Kutcher. Oh yeah, no, maybe not. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> um, uh, well, what, let me what's think. Ashton Kutcher up to these days? I wonder. See, filming some terrible there's shit. There's definitely some. Um, there's definitely some. I've thought of it before, but I just can't. I just can't anymore. Um, oh, that's the end of the runs and standing section. Uh, I want to talk briefly about John uh, James Harden, like destroying NBA Twitter and NBA Reddit by um, making um, Wes Johnson fall over. Yeah. Uh, by crossing him up, it, it wasn't it, even that great a move. No, no, it didn't seem that much like he crossed him up. He kind of pushed him a bit. I don't like. When, you just step back. Yeah, but I, no, but I also I don't like when people always are just like ankle breaker, and it's yeah. m- more often than not them just pushing them over, <laughs> and it's like that one. I don't I think he pushed was, them over. I just think Wes Johnson just sometimes in, in defense he just f up and he just f'd up and fell over. Like um, uh, there's this weird. It's like in football, everyone's real excited about nutmegs when you kick it through someone's legs. And um, in basketball, someone falling over is like the biggest atrocity. It was great that Harden made the shot. But and, like, and it, weirdly licked his lips before shooting it. It, it lit up the NBA. Did you see um, that? I much preferred Kimba. Yeah, I much preferred Kimba Walker's um, one. Kimba Walker genuinely crossed the dude up, but just missed the jump shot, so it wasn't quite as good. But genuinely made a guy like wobbly yeah. in the legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed, yeah, that Harden one just didn't impress me at all, but it lit up the NBA. Um, all right. Oh, oh, the more interesting about that when that Harden shot happened. More interesting was that they were up thirty-one-seven. I mean, what was the Clippers doing? Like, called a timeout or something. Yeah. The Clippers actually fought back in that game. I shouldn't be so critical. Um, shout to Sam Rosenberg in the bath. I took a photo, listened to the podcast. Thought I should do that. At Sam Rosie on Twitter. 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 Shout out to him. Bloody appreciate it. And you know what time it is, Paul? It's time to find out where Tabo Cephalosha is. Play the sting. <laughs> well, he sneaks around the world from Istanbul to Oklahoma, saving ladies who were drowning, scoring hoops and getting steals. With that solid humble defense, better hope this man ain't on ya. Tell me. Where in the world is Tabo Cephalosha? I didn't think that was what the time it was. So today, I, I follow him on Instagram. I was trying to find it just then. Who's following Tarbo Cephalosha on Instagram? I was trying to find it, but his, his, his name isn't Tarbo Cephalosha, so I don't actually know what to search. But he's... Um, what do you mean his name? Oh, he's got a different... He got a, he's anonymous. No, he's not anonymous, but just like he's used like some weird nickname. Oh, or, yeah. I think, that his, I think his username is actually the city he's from in Sweden. I think he's actually Swiss. 
What? This is a fun fact about Tarbo Cephalosha. It is a very unusual name. But I, I think assumed he's, it was I think he's Tarbo's, Swiss. Yeah. And I think he's from the, a town where Nestle is from. F Nestle. Yeah, but yeah, v- Vive. Vive, Switzerland. And it's uh, where the Nestle headquarters still are. It's on a big lake. I kind of am racist towards Switzerland. Is that a bad thing? Give us back that Nazi gold, you bastards. What? Sorry. Wait, they, a... they got Nazi gold? <laughs> I don't know, mate. <laughs> Who did 9-11? No one knows. I know. It was George Bush. Um, um, mate, I'm doing some investigations to Flat Earthers, by the way. So good. Oh, someone should interview Kyrie Irving properly about it. Flat Earthers believe that the world is surrounded by uh, an ice shelf and guarded by NASA guards, so you can't go off the edge of the ice shelf. That's cool. It's- I'm into that. I'm on board. <laughs> but um, Tabo Cephalosha, he recently uh, tweeted about how when, ta- when uh, Jay Crowder got traded to the Jazz, he tweeted, crazy to think I played with Jay's dad, Corey, in the French First Division in the early 2000s. It's amazing. That's pretty crazy. He's played with dad and son. That is really cool. Uh, he also, uh, on, on Instagram today, he's back with the team on the road. I think he's, so he's been injured for a while, but, um, but that was quite big news. So where in the world is Tavo Cephalosha? Uh, yeah, he was on the road. I don't know. Where, <laughs> I mean, the, the jazz, whole point of the segment is that you know where he is. He's in Indiana, I think. You're just taking a real stab there, aren't you? No, no, because they're playing them tomorrow. But he, I wonder if he was in Orlando because they played the Magic yesterday. But he also, after shit. the school shooting in Florida, he shared his thoughts. He said, I send all my prayers and condolences to the victims and their families in Florida. Florida. I grew up in Switzerland where gun control legislation is very strict. And I can assure you that the system is working. People really die from gun wounds. Hard to understand why it is such debate in the US to change things because mm. the system clearly doesn't work. Preach. That was, that was, well, that was well written. Yeah, and you tried interrupting it. Well, it wasn't worth reading out. Um, uh, what about your Denver Nuggets fact? Are you going to share that with us? Uh, about them winning? You've forgotten about your Denver, no, no, Denver no. Nuggets fact. No, no, no. I'm just double-checking. I should. Uh, why don't you just do some talking while... No, we... I've already done the research, you dumb okay. F. So, so Paul my theory... will say interesting stuff to me when we're watching NBA games, and I'll go write that down and say it on the podcast. No, so no, no I know what you're talking about, but I just don't have the numbers, the current yeah. numbers. And that's why here's, I'm saying bring it to the podcast. Here's what's crazy. The Nuggets are a team I really rate, and I think they could be the next... One of the next, like, contenders. Yeah, I, think they're, yeah. I think they've got one of the highest ceilings... Uh, and uh, but they've been slightly disappointing this year because while their record isn't terrible, they're currently uh, in eighth place, thirty-five and twenty-nine. Their road record is bad. Yeah, and they because they're a classic Denver team that just wins at home. Wins at home due to the high altitude. What are the numbers? So got? your Denver fact was that. Denver's way, way better at home, which doesn't seem right because they're like built around Jokic and the like, Jokic, and uh, they are a team that like doesn't run, seem to run and gun that much. But maybe they do. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Because I use the high altitude. Um, the 24 and 9 at home. And eleven and twenty on the road. That's crazy. But no, it's not that crazy. Minnesota is not d- much different, right? Maybe Minnesota's a little bit out. It's kind of a I mountain it, cold place. Kind of is. They're twenty-five and seven at home, so even better. But thir- thir- thirteen and twenty-one at uh, oh, on the wow. road. So it's not that crazy. I, it, it's the same for young teams. It like takes a while for teams to learn how to win on the road, mm. which is weird because I always thought when I played basketball, it was easier on the road because you had no distractions and. Just like stayed in a motel with your friends and just thought about basketball the whole time. Yeah. But you also stayed up doing some chat at night and that really affected the team. Maybe that's what the NBA players do. They, they chat to each other at night. Yeah, maybe. Do you know that All Blacks room together? That's crazy, eh? So in the NBA, I'm sure every player gets their own room. The New yeah, Zealand rugby probably. team, they share rooms. How crazy is that? Yeah, it's quite crazy. And it's it's like the buddy system so they can look at after each other. So it's like senior player, junior player. Yeah, but it's just like, there'll just be two of them in one room. There's crazy right? stories about like the Franks brothers, like big meathead props. Legends. I don't mean to call them meatheads, but that's what they're famous for, just like lifting weights and stuff. And Corey Jane would talk about like how he, he'd get home from um, wherever he was, dinner or whatever, and uh, one of the Franks brothers would just be in the room just bench pressing the hotel beds and stuff like that, using the sink in the bathroom to mix up like all the um, protein shakes and stuff <laughs> get- like that. 24-7. Um, time for Magic Mayhem. It's that time right about that time for the stars to roll on out. The Sit down. The Ball. I used to be jealous of Mary Apollo. We're taking every game personal. I'm a Sit down. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is pure magic. Pure magic. Pure <laughs> There's a long silence. What to say? Well, I got optimistic about them a few weeks ago because I was like, tank time, baby. They're heading the right direction. That was quite a positive spin. And then now their tank hasn't even been that great. Yeah. Well, they're... Um, they're around about the bottom. They're... Uh, yeah. Don't win games, Magic. Please don't. It's, it's, it's tough. In my position right now, it's tough. Why? Because... Winning games does hurt the tank. Yeah. Losing games hurts, hurts your soul. Yeah. It's the the spirit of this beautiful team. Yeah, yeah. So it's really hard. Do you see, do you you want to see them play well, but you kind of want to see them lose games. You definitely want to see them lose games. No, well, do you, you did you see that clip of um, Donovan? They're the only team not represented at the All-Star game. That's bleak. Hey, do you see Donovan Mitchell almost light them up for um, the player of the year? He he crossed up Aaron Gordon, basically yeah. made him fall over, lost him, and then drove and just tried to rack it on someone. It was unbelievable play, just like Mister yeah. Dunk. Um, yeah, um, it's so good to see Jonathan Isaac back. I love that guy so much. Uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot to you reckon. Jonathan Isaac's bringing them to the W's. Yeah, I really rate him. Like, I think statistics. Like, you look at his stats, and you'll be like. You know, it's not that impressive. I think he's on a he's on a um, minutes restriction at the moment. Mm. But um, you know, he doesn't score a lot. But his uh, his defense is awesome. 
everyone on Magic Reddit talks about it. And it's, it's so obvious. Like, there was a couple of close games uh, recently where he was there in the clutch and he, he made clutch defensive plays, like uh, against Detroit, which it was a game they won. Uh, it was a great game. Yeah. Uh, Detroit, they only had half a second to get a shot up, so they probably weren't going to get much anyway. But, like, they couldn't even get a shot up because he just tipped the inbounds pass and the clock started. That's nice. And so, like, the board didn't even get to Blake Griffin in time. If and Blake then uh, he did it again uh, in a different game. I can't even remember anymore. But, um, yeah, that game was crazy because... Uh, Shout out to so I give Nick Vucevic a lot of flack, and I know you told him me not to mention him on the podcast. Yeah, he, he's he who not, but, um, should not be named. But he was terrible. He was doing all he could to tank that game. <laughs> he uh, yeah, he had a chance to win the game. I'm putting him on my list of people who oh, first he, shot. He had a chance to put us up by four. With a, he was he was he had a layup, and instead he kicked it out, and we missed a three. And instead he could have laid it up, and we would have been up four. And then we missed a three, and they threw it. To a guy who then got a layup to tie the game. On the other team, on the Pistons. Yes. Yeah. And then, so game tied. It was like, oh, well, we still got eight seconds. We inbound to him. He fakes a handoff. He drives. He slowly falls over to the ground, loses the wall. Yeah. And gives them a chance to Players win. Players who choke up bad in the clutch, it's just, mm. it's so obvious. Uh, falling over is a real sign of, um, like, you just... It's too much for you, the situation. Because yeah. it doesn't happen very frequently in normal play, but at, towards the end of the game on bad teams like the Magic, it does all yeah. the time. They and just lay down and die. Shout out Evan Fournier. He's been hitting some clutch threes. F off. Okay, I that's enough Magic talk. I can't handle talk about them anymore. Um, breakers. Uh, we went to see the Breakers, New Zealand basketball team, uh, on the Monday. Lose the second game of a three-game series to lose 2-0 against Melbourne United. What a game, though. I just wanted to talk about how awesome basketball in Australia has become. Like, it's gone from being depressing to absolutely thrilling. It's the best atmosphere in New Zealand sport outside Tongan rugby league games, mm. where, um, you know, 6,000 fans inside Spark Arena is genuinely quite exhilarating, and they can do more next year. They've just changed their ownership. Um, me, quite thrilling, well, we should talk here. about the change of ownership, because mm. one of the part owners... It's former NBA. Sean Marion. Oh, yeah. The Matrix. Weird. Oh, that's effing weird. Go on, his, uh, go on his Instagram, and he posted a video a few days ago wishing them luck from Poolside. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome. And the other guy, Matt Walsh, is it? He yeah. was also ex-NBA. Uh, In EuroLeague, yeah. He was sitting behind us uh, at the game. And Weirdly Barstool Sports, the podcast network of slightly sexist dudes is also part ownership as well. It's real weird, the ownership group. I don't group. know about that. But it's exciting for the breakers to go to the next level. Mm. Also, Matt Walsh played high school basketball with uh, Pitbull. Wow. That's that. the kind of analytics we want on the yeah. uh, podcast, that's for sure. That's deep. I mean, I just read it on his Wikipedia. Anyone could find that. No, that's deep. Well, who's going on Matt Walsh's Wikipedia? Exactly. Only me. Only I you. Digging. That's what's good. But it's exciting for the future. The other thing that's vaguely NBA-related, just to tie it back to the theme of this shitty podcast, is um, uh, that they're offering $100,000 to um, high school players who want to come here while they, before they get into the NBA. That's really cool. But the interesting thing is that they've had a few, um, like there's a player from the Thunder, one of their draft Terrence picks. Ferguson. Who played in Adelaide the, last year. Yeah. And they don't actually contribute much to the Australian teams. That's the weird thing. Like they can only be like a kind of sixth or seventh man. Because they're playing against men and the, the Adelaide's trying to, they're the defending champions. 
Like he's only scored four points a game. Yeah. So what I've what I've discovered after a bit of a deep dive is what's in it because I'm like, what's in it for the Australian league to get these young guys? And I was like, besides building a bit of hype, like if you could have like a a high draft pick playing in Australia, mm-hmm. the reason for it being is they develop the player and then the player gets drafted and the NBA team that drafts them actually has to buy them out. So oh. I think with uh, I could be wrong, but I think Terence Ferguson, the Oklahoma City Thunder, had to pay Adelaide like. Six hundred thousand dollars. So if they only invested one hundred fifty thousand in them or whatever, um, yeah. that means that uh, they get a profit there. Yeah, football styles. It's quite cool. Wow. Um, so the the Australian League, which is getting its shit together finally, um, offers a hundred thousand dollars to every team and an extra roster spot to take on a young American player. Surely Adam Silver has to respond to this because that's some cheeky ass shit right there. Yeah, that is cheeky. Classic Aussie. Ingenuity, man. I was going to say they should just get rid of the age limit and just let them draft players right out of high school. But then I was like, what's to stop them then? They'll go, why don't they, why are they forcing them to be in the corrupt high school system? Why don't they draft players when they're like 14? So it is like a real difficult situ- think, situation that Adam I think someone in. came out today, maybe Steve Kerr, yeah. and said, um, if you don't get drafted, you go to, go to college. Yeah, because I think that's, cr- that's a crazy rule. Yeah, it's pathetic. Whoa. No, that was, I thought that was a fair... I, I think it's a weird thing to say now, yeah. but like, I thought pathetic was a good word. Pathetic. The NCAA is just word. shambles. Um, yeah. But stupid rules like that. Like, that's like you're tainted. Why don't we... Because um, March Madness is coming up. Who's your favourite college team? Do you have one? Uh, I used to pretend like Kansas, but they got too good. I want, a team, I want a team with a cool uniform, a good history, a good stadium. Yeah. Um, I've tried... You also, as I said, with a sports team, you want to pick a team that you, of a place you want to visit. Yeah. And I realise that most of the places that have good college teams are horrific places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'd probably lean towards UCLA or USC, just because I like going yeah, to. Yeah, that's cool. And I don't like any of the New York teams. I have a UCLA hoodie. Uh, I, I've traditionally supported... Well, actually, way back in the day, I supported the Florida Gators just yeah. because of... Uh, Florida. Florida. Shout out Orlando Magic. Shout out Florida. Um but and then you support the um, the, uh, the the Florida State Seminoles because no. of um, that guy Winston Jameson or whatever. No, James Winston. But that, <laughs> is, that is where uh, Jonathan Isaac, current rookie for the Magic, he played at uh, played for the Seminoles. Um, no, I've about uh, I don't know how many years ago now, 2018, probably eight years ago. I I jumped over to the Indiana Hoosiers, and they've been kind of struggling a they're really bit. bad they're going terrible uh but they need to change their warm-ups like, i know it's tradition mm-hmm. but you can't wear red and white striped Can- pants no nah, that's those are great unless Candy you're in a barber shop got it which they got a good logo though good stadium um yeah right they're all right college basketball sucks i no nah, i, I love march went- madness man i love it and we'll be talking about it on here a little bit so i feel like because there's so much pressure on young players the incentive for coaches, because it's like win or go home, they just play really conservatively, and that kind of frustrates me. So I enjoy it when it's a close game and they're forced to really go for it. But um, generally, teams just play like it rewards a team that plays a boring style of basketball, in my opinion. I, I love the how real thrilling college intense. players don't normally make it all the yeah. way. Um, we've got to do brackets as well. That's a, oh that's yeah, the got to do brackets. Thing. Got to do a bracket. My bracket know. last year, I think was going so well, and then just near the end, it just went disaster. Busted. Busted, big Well, time. that's what happens once you get a few wrong. Anyway, uh, 
uh, Oscars special. We've done no Oscars chat and we're almost oh, out of time. Oh, man. I forgot it was the Oscars Did you watch special. the Oscars? Yeah. Have you seen Shape of Water? Yeah. You Looking at me like I'm an idiot. I haven't seen Shape of Water. It looks weird. A woman <laughs> kissing a fish? That's not okay. He's a fish man. A fish man. Gross. Um, if you came home and go, oh, here's my girlfriend. It's a fish lady. I'd be like... That's not that cool. Yeah, well, that's discrimination. Against fish ladies. Yeah. You're currently dating a fish lady? Well, it might be. I wouldn't tell you because you're bloody racist. Fishophobic. Yeah, fishophobic. Um, I don't condone humans. I was kind of shocked at one. Fish people. I was kind of shocked at one. At, oh, at, at one. Well, I think you said at one. No, The Shape of Water, yeah, not the film. What do you think was going to win? Uh, so I was... I was rooting. It for, was the favorite. I was rooting for Lady Bird. I thought Three Billboards was the favorite. Three nah, Billboards outside of Eden Shape of Water was the favorite. Right. I, I just for some reason maybe it was my mum's propaganda because she loved Three Billboards. Yeah. Um. I thought that was kind of going to win, but uh, Shape of Water I think is kind of. I, I mean, I really enjoyed it, but I think it's kind of a weird one for Best Picture. Oscars. The Oscars sucks, and here's why. Actors get up there and thank like fifty people. For their acting. It's like, you didn't do that huge a job. Why do 50 people need thanks? Hmm. And it's because the... It's not because doing that job of acting in the movie was that hard. Uh, don't get me wrong. Acting is not easy. I can't do it. I'm not, I'm not at that level. But I'm like, as far as hard jobs go, it's not um, working at McDonald's or um, driving a truck or, hmm. or hearts, open heart surgery. My point is, the reason they thank so many people is just because... You've got to kiss so many asses and like network so much to get into roles often. Not not everyone, but some people, and you need so much help and so many lucky breaks that they're like literally just thanking the people who have helped them like luck into this job of getting Yeah, they're thanking the people who have helped them. That's Yeah, but that's so anyway, you're watching the show and it's a whole bunch of people they don't care about thanking people I've never heard of. Yeah, well you don't watch it, mate. It's not for you. Here's my idea. You get up there, you say your inspirational speech. Because I love when they yeah. they're inspirational and I love when they're political. So yeah. I'm like, because I quite enjoyed, um, who's the slightly mad lady who, um, Frances McDormand. I liked her. It was a bit cringe when she got all the ladies to stand up, but like also a great cause, so good on her. Mm. But, um, uh, so I enjoyed her bit and the thank, I reckon with the thanks, you just like, um, they don't thank them on stage. They just create like a website, like oscarthanks.com yeah. and you just list all the people you want to thank on right. there. And that way you don't forget about anyone I either. Think, I, did, I think, so a lot of the speeches, the recurring joke was, uh, cause, um, Jimmy Fallon, Said Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I'm gonna get them mixed up. One of them had. Why to, is it two guys called yeah, Jimmy? One of them had to go with James. Or something. Oh, there's also James Corden. Yeah, yeah, but like, how many people called Jim were before him? So he could go with Timothy. How in the year of Me Too do they not have a woman hosting the show? The Oscars are effed. Mm. Although, like every award was announced, like all the um, minor hosts were essentially. Yeah, but the main one. Um, yeah, but what, what am I saying? You're saying they ordered a joke based on Jimmy. Oh, yeah, just about the jet ski? That it'll be like... Oh, yeah, I want to get the jet ski. Because it was a shorter speech, got the jet ski. Yeah. I just thought that's not... Your speech isn't going to age well. Yeah. Because no one's going to know about the jet Idiots. ski. And, but also, just none of the speeches I thought were that good. Um, I, like, I, quite, I thought maybe... Be, I thought best speech was maybe uh, Del Toro. He did like a bit about drawing a line in the sand or something. Oh, no, I hated when he talked about Steven Spielberg. That was real that. bad. What did he say about Spielberg? Oh, he might have done multiple speeches because he won multiple Oscars, right? Yeah. At one of the times when he, I think for Best Director, he goes, Steven Spielberg told me. And I was like, I can't wait to hear what Steven Spielberg told him. And they cut to Steven Spielberg. And he's like, 
remember that you're part of uh, Legacy. And I was like, oh, pff, get out of here. Great, right. of, of people who have won the Oscar. Um, maybe it might have been tied into more. It might have been tied into like of representing South American film or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite Oscar moment of all time? Mm, maybe when Marlon Brando. I oh, sent up the uh, yeah Native American. Yeah. That's sent cool. up a, a Native American to receive his award. Yeah. On behalf cool. of mistreatment. That was quite a cool moment. Yeah. Have you seen? Speaking of like crazy political moments from like seventies and eighties, you seen when um Sinead O'Connor goes on um Saturday Night Live. You know, the nothing compares to you, lady? Yeah, I, I have seen it. I can't remember what happened. She sings a real passionate... I think she first song sings a hit, Nothing Compares to You. Second song sings a real pa- um, passionate acapella. She shaved her head. Passionate, like, spotlight on her um, rendition of one of her songs, calling out the Catholic Church, and pulls out a picture of the Pope halfway through and rips it in half. It's dope. Yeah. And they edited it out for the um, West Coast viewing because it was so controversial. She's yeah. never been on the show since. And I was like, that's the best thing that happened on shitty old Saturday Night Live in their history. That and the time Lana Del Rey did a bad performance. Um, my favorite Oscars moment. Have you seen the one with a guy from um, A Beautiful, I was going to say A Beautiful Mind, A Beautiful Oscar Life? Oh, you know the crazy yeah. Italian guy who yeah, gets up great. on the seats and he dances, he jumps that, on yeah. the seats up to the stage. Yeah, that is great. It's crazy. I agree, that's great. Also, who the, risked that? What are the odds of it going wrong? I, I can't really remember why, but the Anna Paquin speech is great. Just because she's such a little girl and she's like, I can't really remember why it's funny, but it is, trust me. It's a big moment for New Zealand as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when um, people, a guy jumping on the seats, though, it like reminds me of when NBA players, I think there must be a rule against it now because no one ever does it. There used to be a time, Michael Jordan kind of started it, they'd jump up on the scorer's table to celebrate. Gilbert Arenas, Kobe Bryant, a few players mm. did it. Yeah, yeah. And, um,. I always felt that was dodgy. It was like, you're a 110 kg man. Yeah. Like, jumping on a scorer's table, like, can it hold the weight? Obviously, it can. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe an NBA player could celebrate a goal by, like, jumping over the seats and kind of that sort mm. of style. It'd be quite amazing going into the fan. Players, not, NBA players not going to this crowd enough. Yeah, well, they, get, they get fined. No, but, like, in a passionate way for the home yeah. crowds. Like, Go and high five. Yeah. Didn't you claim LeBron pushed a referee the other day and... I haven't looked that up, and I, you're yeah. a LeBron hater, so I reckon fake news coming nah, from you. No, nah, he did. So it was when they were playing, they were losing to the 76ers. Yeah. They were upset about it. There was about 15 seconds to go. Yeah. They didn't play any defense. So they just passed it up the court to um, Dario Saric, mm. who just drove in and racked it. Yeah. Unmarked. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, who was the first one back, grabbed the ball and... Chest passed it quite hard into Dario Saric's back as he ran back, <laughs> and uh, and then walked towards him. Kind oh, of- oh, I get it, I get it. No, no, no. This is at the you, you see already. You've told it wrong. Why? This was the last seconds of the game. I right? said fifteen seconds. Yeah, yeah. Said. So the point being is the reason on Garden because the game was well over. It was a like ten point lead. Yeah. So he he passed it in because he was pissed off that he dunked it. Something yeah. that I do a lot, I enjoy scoring mini baskets when the game is already out of reach for the other team, and they get they get very angry. There was 15 seconds there. It's a dick move. He got very angry. Rightly so. Well, not rightly so, but like... Um, and walked towards him yelling. Yeah. The refs kind of came in to intervene. Yeah. LeBron came in yeah. and walked towards him yelling. Yeah. The ref kind of went to intervene, mm. and he started pushing. He kind of grabbed, he ripped the ref's arm out of the way and started mm. pushing the ref. 
Yeah, that Jordan should... Clarkson got ejected. LeBron got nothing. Any other player, I don't even think he got fined. Any other player, and they wouldn't. They mm. would be. But it's crazy. It, they would be suspended. It's crazy and how much he complains about the refing. Yeah, and it's like he gets he gets more star treatment than anyone. Him and Harden. Oh no, nah, no, nah, I do, I do agree that in the past LeBron has got star treatment, but. He does seem to be getting it quite rough this year. He takes a lot of contact close to the hoop. Yeah, but everyone takes... That's how That's how, that's how the NBA is done. Now, do you know who doesn't? James F. and Harder, and who just flops in there and flopping all around. Yeah, that, I, that, I, I agree flop. that he gets a lot of... Um, I just think DeRozan for the Raptors, my boy, he uh, he gets a lot of star calls as well, I think. Like a lot of ticky-tack fouls. He's a good foul shooter. Mm. Um, but, the, about LeBron but those is, guys are different This is players. the lesson we learned, LeBron's though. LeBron's a brute strength guy. Yeah, he powers it. DeRozan's in. like a finesse guy. A little bit. Okay, so, no, but here, here we go. LeBron has spent his whole career being immaculate. He's only been ejected once. I think that was this season, right? Like, he's been immaculate his whole career. He's been a superstar. He, and he obviously he probably has yeah. a good working relationship with all the refs. Yeah. Take note, Boogie Cousin, you dumb F. Take note, J.R. Smith. Take note, like, um, Draymond Green. Like, everyone hates you. So every game, yeah, if you cross the line a little bit, you're gone. And, like, LeBron has, um, luckily... Through sheer star power and being a nice guy, has earned himself like an amazing reputation, and it works well for him in the playoffs and stuff. And it's like part of the game, I think. So, um, yeah. Anyway, you can learn to push a. What we're talking about, like you can push a player, you can push a ref, possibly. Mm. It does seem. It does seem bad that if they didn't call him out, because normally any other player, if you touch them, even if you're a player with a good reputation, if you're Manu Ginobili, if you shove a ref a bit, you're probably going to be in trouble. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. My point is, if you're an NBA player and you want to celebrate, go out, hug the fans more often, I reckon. Maybe there's strict rules against it that I don't know about. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. Definitely. Go out. I, I reckon Embiid will do it soon. Yeah. He'll go out and... Uh, Fiddly game. Go crazy. Get rocks yeah. with the fans. I really... I, was, I watched the Sixers play today. They bet the Hornets in Charlotte. Oh, my God. Why did you watch that? I... I the Sixers You tell me are, how busy you are. The Sixers versus the Hornets. Yeah, but the Sixers, are, firstly, I think they could do a lot of damage in the playoffs. Yeah. Also, they're just like quite a fun team to watch. Firstly, Joel Embiid is quickly becoming one of my favorite players in the league. Yeah. Also, Ben Simmons, I was quite negative of him originally just because of his bad AMA questions online where he said that Batman vs Superman was his favorite thing on Netflix. <laughs> a film that wasn't You're really holding that against a film them. that wasn't on Netflix at the time and yeah. that was famously not good. But um I kind of love watching him play. Yeah. He's just so relaxed. Yeah. He only scores dunks and he's just so like no expression, no emotion. And he Great does, passer. Yeah, d- a lot of yeah, highlight throws, plays. Yeah, so many highlight plays. I reckon I reckon um he's the best dunker in-game dunker in the league almost. Like, so, I reckon so, if you're going to top five dunks in the league, you'd go Yanis uh, uh, jumping over Tim Hardaway Jr. for Like, that's insane. That's number one by a mile. And then I reckon the next two, like, there's a few dunks where he's dunking on Ben Simmons' dunking on dunking people that are genuinely supreme. Yeah. It's not as impressive because he's so, like, Giannis has got the advantage of being, disadvantage of being so tall, but yeah, it's... Um, was that lightning outside? It, wow. Yeah, I saw lightning before. Uh, or someone's taking photos. Um, but Ben Simmons missed one shot today and it was a dunk that he missed. He does need to shoot some other shots. Like that is the bit weird. Yeah. No, but it'd be interesting to see how he gets so, found out in the playoffs. So Sam Hinkie, uh, obviously is kind of credited for drafting those guys, but 
I think whoever's come on since I don't know who their GM is. Or is it um, Colangelo? So, yeah, the old Raptors guys. Uh, but I think he's actually done a, quite a good job of like yeah. just bringing in. They're just they've, they've done that kind of um, Cleveland strategy of surrounding him with three point shooters. Mm. And I, I honestly think they're one of the scariest teams in the East, uh, like apart from the kind of top three. Mm. I mean, I don't know where they even are. But the rest of the East, but, um, East is garbage. Anyway, JJ right? Redick, and they recently got, uh, I think, Bellinelli and Ursan Ilyasova. Like they're just, um, and Covington is a dangerous three point shooter. Yeah. And then with Embiid, who can shoot. And then uh, Ben Simmons, who can just dribble in and dunk it or find one of them. Like I think they they could be so dangerous. Yeah, I I, I believe it when I see it, just because they're so when you're so inexperienced, you normally just struggle in the playoffs. Yeah, and be, I'm really interested to see Ben Simmons when the defense is just like I mean they're already scouted for him, but like when they're just targeting the fact that he just can't shoot at all. I'm haunted by as I've mentioned this before, but going to summer league and watching the Lakers fans heckle him as he's standing wide open for three and refusing to shoot it. He hasn't attempted one three now that's not a half-court heave at the end of a quarter. Yeah, I respect it, man. No, it's crazy. I respect um, it. Shout to Ben Simmons. Shout to Joel Embiid. Keep on in, uh, improving. Uh, and uh, you've done a lot of hot takes this podcast that haven't been that hot. You're like, I think... Um, yeah, I'm doing... 76 I, I realized when good. I said that. I reckon the um, uh, Denver Nuggets have potential. I'm... I'm I'm bloody Magic Johnson. Johnson. It's more of a. It's more of a. Um, it's more of a, a criticism to say. I. I don't think the Nuggets have much potential. I'm. I'm. I'm against them. I like Gary Harris big time. <laughs> I rate um, the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, they're good as well. <laughs> they're good as well. You know, um, I was just saying a lot of people are rating Gary Harris, but yeah. Uh, I've tried to trade for him so hard in fantasy, man. Well, maybe it's a sign. It's a. It's a sign of a young, experienced team that they can't win away from home. That's the Wolves. That's the yeah. um, uh, Nuggets. You anyway. Even, what if... What if... What? Because You sound quite excited to say this. What if... Because yeah. everyone thinks of the, the altitude as being an advantage at home. Mm. But what if low advantage, low altitude <laughs> on the road is a disadvantage? Because they're so used to playing at high altitude. They're going under the roads. Yeah. I don't think that's... I, think, thing. that's a, I think there's something in there. Okay. Uh, we're going to wrap up the podcast now. I, I'm, Thank you so much. What? I'm going to do an investigation this week. I into bet past you won't. Denver teams on the road. This is a. Uh, uh, this is. Thank you so much for listening to Advanced Analytics. That was our um, Oscars special. I've been Guy Williams. Lovely poems. It's very late. tired. It's very late. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.